0: back to, them to touch icing. A little different layout here. I'm actually here with Trish. Eric via video from New Jersey since Trish and I are in Pennsylvania. From so beautiful, beautiful New Jersey. <laughs> and we have uh, we have hockey to talk about. Yeah, we do. Which is a really nice feeling. It's exciting. We're going to discuss what we thought of the play in the exhibition game so far and the layout of uh, the bubble setting that it is. I love it. It's cool looking. I absolutely love it. I think it's exactly what they need to do to make it still feel like hockey. Like, it doesn't just feel like – I I like what the NBA's done, but they don't feel like the NBA is still going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. They have different camera angles down on, like, the sideline where they're showing it from and stuff, especially some of the highlights. It just looks weird. And then you go to hockey and it's it looks like it's the NHL threes competition in uh, in shell. the uh, the NHL has introduced a new camera the drone cam directly mm-hmm. over the ice. Mm-hmm. It's sick straight from Skycam right Yeah right they just straight up stole it from the NFL. That's fine. No yeah. I
1: like I like the presentation though I mean we're watching Clippers Lakers right now and there's virtual fans.
0: yeah yes yeah, that's, that's kind of cool
1: i didn't know that was happening for the nba <laughs> they got uh did you watch any of the exhibition games i i watched some of philly pittsburgh and some of colorado minnesota
0: so you saw brian boucher in the bubble in his little own bubble in between the benches yes they had yes. completely walled off from the benches and everything which i, I just think it's hysterical can we keep that permanently I'm surprised it's not because how many times is Pierre Maguire getting hit with a puck or there's a puck in between the two benches? Now it would just bounce off the glass and stay in play. Yeah. But the layout looks good. It looks like a TV set. That's really the only way you can describe it. Yeah. Because all the surrounding uh, infrastructure around the rink, it looks like a TV set. Well, they've literally hung big, giant television screens. Yeah. So they can – even when different teams are playing there – they can show different players, different ends of the ice, have different uh, players from each team on them. So, like, when the uh, Oilers were playing, for instance, you had a giant Connor McDavid just staring at the ice basically the whole game. It was so cool. The only thing that shocked me, and we talked about this on Too Many Men the other day, um, that those tarps covering the seats, Yeah. how shocked are you, Eric, that that is not headspace? I mean, I'm kind of
1: surprised. I mean, look, it's a lot of ads, though. I'll say that. It's all advertising. Yeah, there's a ton.
0: It's, it's all it is. I was going to for the NFL, too. I like how the home team, whoever that is, the boards are then plastered with the home team's uh, board ads. So, like, when the Pittsburghs played, yeah, they, they had a bunch of Pennsylvania. Keystone ads Bank. And, yeah. And, yeah. So, like, they're That's still allowing they do. them to honor. I'll reduce Scotia Bank. Uh, Calgary at Scotiabank, Uh, so did Toronto when they played. Toronto and uh, Montreal. That's cool. The pace of play hasn't been terrible for teams that are on a four-month layoff. They're fast. A little bit choppy play, but it's been good pace.
1: I mean, I heard the Bruins were kind of lacking, but I don't know what the score that is right now.
0: I uh, just Pasternak got a dirty goal against Mercy Lincoln's.
1: I saw Nyquist. Really dirty. Three-one uh, Columbus. Six minutes left in the third.
0: Eric, you can hear us. Yes, I can hear you. That's how well? How well? Pretty damn well. Really? How about now?
1: Yeah, it's exactly the same. Like it would be a normal thing.
0: What? We That's were just speaking into a mic that was not plugged in. <laughs> I wonder if it's just the internal I wonder mic. if it is just the internal mic, and this microphone means nothing.
1: <laughs> I'm really beginning to think it's the in- internal mic.
0: So did true. you catch any of the Chicago Blackhawks game? I did not. But let me tell you. Oh, boy. A healthy Corey Crawford is going to be a problem. Yeah. Edmonton looked okay, but Calgary just looked like shit, so that could have been why Edmonton looked so good. Conor McDavid potted a few goals. One was no-look 5 hole because he just has that ability. But a healthy Corey Crawford could be a problem. Were you they, they out, Calgary? Oh,
1: they're playing St. Louis.
0: Yeah, yeah. Calgary played St. Louis. No. Calgary played oh, – No, no, Chicago played St. Louis. Calgary played Edmonton. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't Chicago shut them out? Yeah. 5 nothing. Yeah. Uh, four, nothing. Four, nothing. 4 nothing. 4 nothing. That's ridiculous. And we had fights in the Florida game. Brian Boyle went after Sergeyev. Yeah, again, which is we had
1: fights in the Calgary Edmonton game.
0: Yeah, Brady, uh, not Brady. Matthew Kachuk was throwing his weight around. Zach Cassian was pissed, as he usually is, especially against the Flames. I just enjoy the uh, the idea of like the bubble fights. Yeah. Just like, because it's going to get completely going against all the social distancing. We're just going to beat the piss out of each other. But it's going to have, like, especially with what's going on right now. We've never seen, like, teams have to play in this little tiny thing to get into the playoffs. So it's going to, I feel like, be even more intense than the first round. Because this is for all the marbles. If I lose this, now I'm in the draft lottery. If not, I get to go on and play against whoever the fuck next. The exhibition games didn't feel like your regular. NHL exhibition games because no. basically everybody was playing. The Tampa Bay Lightning looked dangerous as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, it was against Florida, and Sergei Bobrovsky did not have his best stuff, allowing him five goals against the Lightning. And the Lightning were without Steven Stamkos, which is a very big part of that offense. Nikita Kucherov is is poised for a very good playoff run here. And the round-robin play is, is going to determine their seeding, and they want to be the highest seed possible. But you have the potential of seeing a Tampa Bay Lightning-Toronto Maple Leafs first round.
1: Which would be an offensive can we, about, can we talk about Bren Lemieux going after it, even though he's got a two-game
0: suspension? <laughs> Went after Johnny Boychuk. <laughs> Who's <laughs> Went, not a fighter. No. And he's getting up there in age. He was one of your, feeding him. One of your more respected veterans around the National <laughs> Hockey League, Johnny Boychuk. He was. Beating him Yeah Because he, yeah. he had He had Boychuck By the back of the jersey he Had him by the nameplate I was just giving him Uppercuts <laughs> Yeah, it <was> awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so ha- It's so nice To have it all back and, It's so
1: great to know He suspended two games Yeah, yeah that's On Donskoy And he's still Beating the shit Out of people
0: After mm-hmm. the MLB's Announcement That they had The whole Marlins Debacle The NHL comes out With their announcement Very shortly after They had zero Positive tests In the second week Of phase three like, well, just why flip.
1: the Marlins? Why the Marlins got tested positive is a whole different story.
0: But they were just flexing. The NHL, yeah. and the NBA came out with their statements very shortly after. Just straight up, listen, we are so much better than the MLB. It's not even funny. You got to look at the what the NHL has done, what the MLB has done, or not the MLB, the NBA, just as like a guide for what you're supposed to do right now bubbled up, and just no out- outside interactions. You don't have to worry about anyone getting anything. It's just what it is. Sorry, you're here for the next couple of months. You want to opt out, opt out. Now, the games don't mean anything, but after seeing what I saw, I'm more excited for that Chicago-Edmonton series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I am a little concerned uh, <laughs> for some teams, like – Pittsburgh struggled against Philly at times Philly. and uh, St. Louis didn't look good the Canucks the Canucks didn't look too good Did mm-hmm. Nashville win tonight?
1: Nashville one two nothing
0: mm. Who'd they play? Dallas mm. Mm. <laughs> That's what as a devil's fan that's what I need to happen.
1: I know mm. Arizona's
0: playing the Golden Knights right now. It's just so nice to have hockey, yeah. It feels good, and there's not a ton to analyze here because it's just exhibition. But oh, but it's still it's it still some world, but yeah. it meant the world to these guys. It's their first time back in months actually playing other teams. They were going out there, they were headhunting in some of these games. It was awesome. That's hockey like we haven't seen it in a couple of years, it's just so physical. He had some uh, players returning from injury for the first time since the pause. Jake Getzel hadn't played, what, like a month before the pause? Came back Probably out and had a now. point? I thought, was like had him. I thought he was out since 2019. I thought he was out since 2019. He wasn't supposed to be eligible for the playoffs if the season yeah. stayed on schedule. But now since there's a d- the delay, Getzel's going to be playing, and he just adds more scoring depth and more of a threat to that Penguins team. Yeah. Crosby looked decent. Malkin looked decent. Although Malkin had a very bad giveaway to uh, Kevin Hayes right in front of the goal, which uh, led to a Flyers goal. Matt Murray still looked great. He... he didn't look great. Neither did uh, Tristan Jerry, but. Jerry was better. He was, he was better, definitely. He was better. It's not saying much, but he was better. I think they're going to go with jerry here down this, i would at least i I I do too it it just seems like the wiser of the decisions matt murray does have the playoff experience but tristan jerry did play in a playoff game and uh he's just been the more solid goaltender more reliable goaltender here in the past season maybe season and a half for pittsburgh it just seems like the right decision although mike sullivan's gonna have a tough time telling matt murray we're not gonna go with you this playoff
1: how is mike sullivan not in the mix for the jack adams
0: that's a good question. Uh, he, he's leading a team that always every year seems like there's some kind of injury that's affecting them. And they haven't had a solid goaltender since Matt Murray had that one year and they won the, cup, the second cup. But I think the Jack Adams, as far as the race is concerned, I think uh, John Tortorella has it locked up.
1: I was going to say, I think the conversation begins and ends with Tortorella.
0: Yeah, after losing Artemi Panarin, Matt Duchesne, and Sergey Bobrovsky, which two out of the three, losing them looks pretty good. The Panarin one, he's got 90 points this year, so that's not going to look good. But Duchesne and Bobrovsky have struggled, and he went out and picked up Gustav Nyquist, rolling out Jonas Corposalo and Elvis Bruce Lincolns, got them competing. I think they're going to be a dangerous threat to uh, Toronto, and I think they're going to be able to beat them. And I think Tortorella wins the Jack Adams just because of the position he put the Columbus Blue Jackets in.
1: Mm. Yeah, he really did a hell of a job there.
0: I think it's just funny how you give up – you lose all these pieces, not even give up or anything. You lose these pieces and somehow your team gets better. It's like when uh, the Islanders lost Tavares and then went to the – Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. Hart Trophy. We got Drysaitel, McKinnon, and Panarin. McKinnon's gonna get stuffed again. Panarin's gonna win it. Yeah, I think Panarin's gonna win it too. Yeah, I don't think you give it to Drysaitel. It's just tough when you play with Connor McDavid, best player in the league. Yeah. 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 Well, Panarin has literally dragged the Rangers to the playoffs. Yeah. Like it gives me flashbacks to Taylor. It would have been. It would have been different if. we had the full season and the Rangers missed the playoffs. Yeah. Then I think McKinnon gets it. Yep. But since we went right to this, I think it's going to be our Timmy Panarin trophy. It might It might depend on if they make the playoffs. When is the vote? Did they do the vote already? I don't think they did the vote. Yeah. I think they do it after the. Because the... usually the vote is done right after the regular season because they don't want the playoffs to implicate the vote at all. Right. I'm saying I think it's going to be done after this first round play in. Uh, for the Calder Trophy, we've got Quinn Hughes, Cal McCarr, and the obvious third place, Dominic Kubliak. Uh, K- Kubliak. No Mackenzie Blackwood love. It's whatever. It's whatever. I have a hard time not giving uh, the Calder to Quinn. Yeah, I do uh, too. I, I don't know. I, I so Quinn, but Cal McCarr had it locked up from, what, October to January? Mm. But Quinn's just been playing really yeah, solid hockey. Just even, I think like, Cal McCarr is the better defensive defenseman, Yeah, but but they both just possess so much upside offensively. I think Quinn's a little bit higher than Quinn wins the call Uh The next trophy down the list, the Jack Adams, Bruce Cassidy, John Tortorella, and Lane Vigno. Uh Again, Tortorella, it's just, it, it's so much work done. Masterson oh. Trophy, got Steven Johns, Oscar Lindblom, and Bobby Ryan.
1: How do you not give it to Bobby Ryan?
0: Well, Oscar Lindblom, though.
1: Yeah, but he hasn't come back yet.
0: That's the thing. That's the reason why. He's battling cancer, hasn't come back yet. Mm. Bobby Ryan battled addiction. And Stephen Johns did battle concussion problems for the better part of the last two seasons. Yeah, but Oscar Lindblom. I think not this year for Lindblom. I think next year once he plays, like the whole Brian Boyle thing. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I'm giving it yeah, to Bobby but Ryan. but to be fair... Boyle had a cancer that was very survivable. Lindblom did not. Well, it still had a decent survival. But rate. not not what not what Boyle
1: yeah. had. Not like leukemia.
0: Boyle had one where he could just take a couple pills and then he was okay. You know, I'm not ragged on it. Definitely, you know, Brian Boyle went through a lot with his family and in his life, but Lindblom could have died. <laughs> Uh, the Lady Bing, McKinnon, Matthews, and Ryan O'Reilly. The Lady Bing is awarded to the player judge to have exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability.
1: I'm glad you said that because I was just about to ask, what was the Lady
0: Bing? <laughs> Had to look it up. I am um, I think McKinnon wins this one.
1: I think it's between McKinnon and O'Reilly.
0: I, know yeah, O'Reilly, uh, I don't think Matthews favorite. can win it. No. And Ryan O'Reilly doesn't have the best history, but it's not about the history. It's about right now. So I, I, I'm, I'm still going to give it to uh, Nathan McKinnon. Uh, the Vesna goaltender of the year, Hellebuck, Tukarask and Andrei Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky had a great year, so Rask, But Connor Hellebuck in, sure. in Winnipeg.
1: Well, it should, should be Darcy Kemper in the fourth spot. It should be in the top three, but I'm giving it to Hellbuck.
0: The Winnipeg Jets had everything go wrong for them on defense this year. Bufflin didn't play. Myers is gone. truba has gone. And Connor Hellebuck kept them in every single game they played this year. <laughs> Vasilevsky's great. Tukaraski's is great, but... This was Connor kind of of looks year, and a lot of really good goaltenders. He, he so. should win the Vesna. The Selkie, best defensive forward, Patrice Bergeron, Sean Couturier, and Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly seems to live in this category every year. Just because okay. uh,
1: I'm going to give the Patrice Bergeron award to uh, Patrice Bergeron. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the Patrice Bergeron
0: trophy now. Couturier is. The dark horse, it's just because he doesn't have the, the same status in his name like Bergeron and O'Reilly do. What about Travis Zajac? Yeah, exactly. That's he should win that. If you really, every rated, every if damn it really year. rated best defensive forward, Travis Ajack should exactly. have time yeah. <laughs> L-
1: listen, I can't I can't argue. I was the guy saying Philip Deneau should be in top three. Yep.
0: Yeah. Travis. I'm going with Ryan O'Reilly. I'll go Bergeron. Yeah. Yeah, okay. O'Reilly. I like Norris that. Trophy, Best Defenseman, John Carlson, Victor Hedman, Roman, Yossi. I know you're a big Yossi guy.
1: I, I am, but Carlson had this locked up from October.
0: He was leading the league in points for a little bit.
1: To February. Yeah. He had this thing locked. And but then – a
0: strong campaign from Yossi late. Yeah. I definitely don't think Hedman wins. Nah,
1: I think there's one where it's like an obvious third guy. and I think Yeah, it's, it's like
0: uh, – Dominic Kublik in uh, yeah. the Calder race.
1: I think, I think it's gonna be Carlson, but I could see this being a lot closer than.
0: I'm gonna go with John Carlson. You think of John Carlson? Or you think of Roman Yossi? Roman Yosi. Okay. Yeah. I like Roman Yosi. He's a I, good player. I love that hockey's back, man. <laughs> it's a good so no idea. I just wish the Devils were playing in it. Missed it by one point. Mm. Oh, we man, Harry, Harry Price didn't look too great, but he got hung out to dry a yeah. lot. That's a lot of Montreal right there. He made <laughs> some phenomenal saves on Marner and Tavares, but the defense just hung him out to dry because the drop-off is so huge after Shea yeah. Weber, it's not even funny. What
1: is hey. it Shea Weber and then Jeff Petrie?
0: Yeah, no, that shouldn't be happening. Can we talk about the Coyotes and
1: how they're a joke?
0: Oh, you want to go through the whole GM thing? Let's go through Chika just Chica? quitting in the middle of the night. <laughs> I had a clause in his contract that – oh, the Blue Jackets beat the Bruins 4-1. Wow. Jeez. Oh, well, my the God. Boston guys are unfit to play. So, the Chika thing. Uh, let's start with what we found out and then go to the backstory that we found out after. It was – Taylor Hall had a meeting meeting with uh, the CEO's son in Arizona. It was the CEO's son. Okay. I love that. And Chica, the general manager of the Arizona Coders at the time, was not invited to the meeting. And in that meeting, it was rumored that Hall was offered seven and a half over five years. I heard it was less. I heard it was seven. (laughs) Jesus. That's not going to get it done. Then the team announces that – Chaika will not be accompanying the team to Edmonton for the play-in round in the playoffs, yep. which it's like, you're not bringing your general manager. Really, you must be on your way out. And then it started to come out that uh, Chaika was offered a job with another team, <coughs> in New, New Jersey, <coughs> and, and he couldn't move laterally. It had to be some kind of promotion. And the Devils, Harris Blitzer, the owners of the Devils, requested to interview Chayka to oversee their whole analytics department for the Devils, the 76ers, uh, if they bought the Mets, the Mets, and their uh, English Premier League team, which I believe, is that Swansea? It's Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, that one. Yeah, the only good team they own. And then it comes out that, Chaika has terminated his contract. He quits. And then let me get the Arizona Coyotes statement up because it is something else.
1: It's John so Chaika
0: has quit as the general manager. No, no, okay, no. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. John Chayka has quit as the general manager and president of hockey operations of the Arizona Coyotes. The club is disappointed in his actions and, and the timing as the Coyotes prepare to enter the NHL's hub city of Edmonton where the team will begin postseason play for the first time since 2012. Chayka has chosen to quit on a strong competitive team, a dedicated staff, and the Arizona Coyotes fans, the greatest fans in the NHL. They basically told him to go fuck himself. Steve Sullivan, Steve Sullivan, former New Jersey Devil, is now the uh, interim general manager of the Arizona Coyotes. Wow. In a league where... Everybody seems to leave teams honorably. The Arizona Coyotes said, "Nah, we're just gonna absolutely destroy whatever reputation he has."
1: Was it who was the source that quoted Craig Morgan that said he was a liar and a quitter?
0: Oh, that was uh, a insider. Insider in liar. the Arizona Coyotes organization, <laughs> an unnamed source. Yeah. Jesus, a liar I mean, yeah. and a quitter. Not I mean, just your like, run-of-the-mill quitter or your run-of-the-mill liar. He does both. Don't bother asking even lie us who good it is.
1: enough did. that he didn't have to quit. Don't bother asking us who it is because we're not going to know. It's probably
0: we're never going to know. <laughs> Taylor Hall. <laughs> Taylor Hall. He got now, two GMs fired. Possibly. One of the GMs quit, to be fair. There's talk that a certain general manager, former general manager, could be trying to enter his way back into the National Hockey League through the Arizona Coyotes opening in the general manager position. That man is no other than Peter Shirelli, the god himself, the man who traded Tyler Sagan. Did he trade Phil Kessel? Yeah, he traded Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall. Yeah. That man. His first order of business is – was the last thing he did? Oh, sign Miko Koskinen to an insane contract. Five million over five years, something like that. This is the man who will probably take the position and trade Taylor Hall's rights for Adam Larson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> the trade is straight up. Potentially the worst general manager in NHL history. We're going to possibly the worst franchise in NHL history.
1: Help move. Are we really team. saying he's worse than Milbury, though? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because did Sagan win a heart? No. Well, he traded one heart trophy winner and one absolute superstar in Tyler Sagan.
1: Yeah, but in all fairness, Bilbury tra- traded like three future Hall of Famers.
0: That's true. Well, listen, Shirelli's just got to get his foot back in the door and trades more Hall of Famers. Simple as that.
1: Well, Ekman Larson's know. gone,
0: right? Yeah, Ekman Larson's gone. You can say bye to Clayton Keller, Phil Kessel again. God, it's just. I,
1: Taylor, I also know Taylor Hall loves Peter Shirelli
0: Oh, must love the guy. Yeah, she keeps just move them for peanuts to New Jersey. <laughs> he is so bad. I that that whole organization is a joke, man. I'm telling you, if they don't go deep in this playoff and they miss the playoffs like the next like five years, you gotta have serious talks of relocation for this team. They're not selling out. Even when they're decent, they're not selling out. Them and Florida have terrible draws. If you're looking for a candidate in the east and west to relocate, in the west it's Arizona clear cut, in the east it's Florida clear cut. And I don't think it's close. Well, apparently
1: they're working on the new arena in Scottsdale for the Coyotes. Oh, that's right. He did Eberly for Strom. I forgot
0: about that. He traded Everly for Strom. Yes. That was him. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> How long was Strom there? Strom was flipped one for one for
1: Ryan Spooner.
0: So we traded Everly for Spooner.
1: And then Spooner was flipped to Vancouver for Sam Gagne.
0: That, that trade tree, if that's what we're going to call it is the worst thing on the face of the earth.
1: <laughs> also, he he acquired a third-round pick at the 2016 trade deadline for Justin Schultz. And he acquired, he acquired okay. Griffin. He gave up a first-round pick, which became Matt Barzell, and a second-round pick in exchange for Griffin Reinhardt. Oh, man! Oh, sorry, no. It, Beauvillier. Not not Barzell, but Beauvillier.
0: That's just that bad, too. Beauvillier was good is good. And the fact that he got a job after Boston is interesting. Yeah. If he gets a job after what he did in Edmonton, basically running the franchise into the ground, trading picks and players willy-nilly like it was nothing. The league has a problem already, I believe, with recycling people who do bad jobs. Lindy Ruff. (laughs) But then there's a serious problem. A really serious problem.
1: He should not. No. Be allowed back in No.
0: I'm
1: I'm sorry. He should not be anywhere near
0: an NHL franchise.
1: Yeah. Man, though, I'll say this. I this isn't Shirelli, but this is unreal. Twenty twenty one conditional six to Edmonton for John Marino. That's not Shirelli, but I just but heard still, I that
0: Marino's good.
1: How do you do that? Do you just I just I don't know. I'm like that.
0: Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. We got hockey that means something coming Saturday as the qualifiers start with Rangers, Carolina at noon.
1: When Every does the game, round
0: robin start? Saturday. It also starts Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Every game, round robin qualifiers, is nationally televised on NBC, NBC, SN, and USA. And uh, next time we talk, we'll have some playoff hockey behind us to talk about, which is going to feel good. We might have a series over by then. We don't know. Yeah. That'd, so, be, that'd be some, right? Right, yeah. Uh, Eric, anything you want to
1: leave us with? Um, Not not really. Nothing really in particular, although we should probably do a Lafreniere uh, preview next episode because that's going to mm. be before the draft lottery.
0: Yeah, we might actually have some light on what team is going to be in the run to uh Land, the superstar 18-year-old. So we'll wrap this up. We'll see you next Thursday. We'll have some hockey behind us to talk about, and we'll see you back right here. I like Uh,
1: Trivia answer, Kevin Fiala.
0: Yeah, Kevin Fiala from last week led the Minnesota Wild in points. A team that has Matt Zuccarello, Zach Parisi, Jason Zucker for the first half of the year. Kevin Fiala. And some damn good defensemen. Yeah, Ryan Suter. Can't name another one off the top of my head. Jonas McLean, Spurgeon. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I'm at a sick goal, too.
0: Yeah. Yes. Why is that team just so mediocre? Like, They're in the bubble. They compete with Colorado but lose. And they'll lose to teams like New Jersey. Oh,
1: also, uh, shout out to the Rangers. They did a. They got a little golf screen in the bubble.
0: <laughs> that's kind of sick. That's, that's actually pretty sick. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you see them uh, playing soccer today at BMO Field? I did. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So we'll see you next Thursday uh, for another episode of Touch Icing.